Enterprise IT supply chains will be targeted and compromised, forcing changes in the structure of the IT marketplace and how IT will be managed moving forward. That's according to new research from IT advisor Gartner. By 2017, Gartner says IT supply chain integrity will be identified as a top three security-related concern by Global 2000 IT leaders. Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of Information Security Media Group. And to discuss this research, I'm pleased to once again speak with Gartner Fellow and Research Vice President. President Neil McDonald. Thanks, Neil, for taking time to chat. My pleasure. First off, define supply chain integrity. Supply chain integrity can be simply defined as having assurance and trust in the integrity of an IT solution that's delivered to you, whether it's hardware or software, and throughout the entire life cycle of the solution, uh, from its creation and construction, assembly, to the point where it's shipped and delivered to you, deployed within your environment, and ultimately maintained and serviced over time until it's retired. We need assurance and trust in that IT solution throughout its life cycle. And that, at its essence, is the nature of IT supply chain integrity. Why is this becoming a big concern now? Well, we had identified this as an emerging issue months ago, and I embarked on this research project earlier this year. What's happened recently that has gotten mainstream attention on this issue was the reported early results of a U.S. Congress hearing that was held with Huawei and ZTE. These are two Chinese manufacturers of uh, telecommunications equipment. The preliminary results were leaked that, indeed, these two firms may be banned from doing business in the U.S., certainly with U.S. government agencies. And all of a sudden, the issue went from the back burner to the front burner. A lot of people that had never heard of Huawei or ZTE, now we're seeing them in the news because this was widely covered. And it has the potential to spark a broader type of trade war if you play this scenario out. And if I recall those hearings, basically there was fear that the Chinese government may be using these Chinese firms to take some of their technology, which some people fear could spy on American companies, American governments, perhaps taking trade secrets or other kind of secrets, correct? That's the fear. Now, if you dig into what actually transpired during the hearings, the largest complaint centered around the lack of transparency about the the Chinese government and their involvement in these businesses. Now, the the argument from the representative from Huawei was that they're a commercial entity. They're a worldwide company. It would be corporate suicide if they did such a thing. But the the pushback from the the folks on the committee was that how do we know uh, what is the relationship between the Chinese government and your company? Uh, What influence do they have on your board? How was the company founded? Where did the money come from? And ultimately, that was that lack of transparency that was cited in this preliminary recommendation that these two companies be banned. Now, of course, uh, and I think this was pointed out by one of the company representatives, they found these concerns unfounded. They nevertheless point out that this could happen from other companies as well, which I guess is some of the things that you're looking into. Right. If you look inside a Cisco product or you look inside, uh, in fact, any 
company's product, many of the components originate from China. So how far down this rabbit hole do we go before you lose trust in all of your IT systems? Because many of the components and much of the software is created offshore and, and outside of the direct control of best-based firms or governments. So that was the point of uh, ZTE, I believe it was their representative that said, look, why are you picking on us? This issue is not just about ZTE and Huawei. It's about all IT. And I agree with that. Now, what was called out in the preliminary report was the lack of transparency in the ownership and the influence that I talked about a moment ago. But this issue of supply chain integrity in fact, affects all of us, and it affects all equipment. Even if you aren't using Huawei or ZTE equipment, you are affected, or you have the risk of being affected by these issues. And that was the point of our paper. We use Huawei and ZTE as examples within the paper, but there are many examples, including counterfeit Cisco gear that had made its way into various U.S. companies, including the FBI itself, uh, that was one of the examples that we called out. It, this is not just Huawei and ZTE. It's not just an issue for Chinese companies. It is an issue for any technology company worldwide. A lot of our listeners are people responsible for IT security, risk management in enterprises. What should they be doing to assure supply chain integrity? Well, at one extreme, you'll hear, hear people say, look, I don't even have time to worry about this problem. Uh, I actually disagree with that that enterprises can certainly demand more transparency. The same type of transparency that the committee was asking of Huawei and ZTE, organizations can ask for that level of transparency from your suppliers. Where did the product come from? Where did the components come from? Can your supplier show you a chain of custody from each component? How was it created? Where did it come from? Where was it sourced? Does the provider perform periodic sampling to make sure that there are not counterfeit parts introduced or back doors that are introduced? For any software-based component, are they performing security testing and looking for back doors? Have outside third parties certified the hardware designs or the software designs or the in-between gray area of firmware. Absolutely, there are things that you can ask for and that you can require as a part of your procurement process. But you have to know to ask. And I think that's where there's a growing awareness that people need to understand. They can ask their suppliers for this type of transparency, for proof of testing, for proof of chain of custody, to certify their resellers, to ban procurement from eBay and other third-party auction sites where the, the uh, assurance of the equipment is highly questionable. There are absolutely steps that organizations can take. Do most organizations have the wherewithal to do that, or is there something the industry needs to do to assure that their products are safe? It comes from both sides. Enterprises should ask for this, and likewise, vendors, whether it's HP or Dell or Cisco or a Huawei, should strive to be as transparent as possible. It comes from both sides, but the larger enterprises absolutely have the ability to influence the procurement process. It's just a matter of introducing this discipline in the questionnaires that you send your suppliers and the types of questions and survey responses that you require them to demonstrate. Um, what should maybe smaller businesses? If you're a smaller business, you can look then to larger enterprises and what they approve for procurement, or you could look to a government that you trust. For example, 
say you're a U.S.-based company, small business, you could look to the types of equipment that the U.S. government approves for use on its networks, and you can infer a level of trust from that, even if you don't have the ability to directly influence the manufacturers yourself. You can also restrict your purchases of equipment and software to tier one or tier two resellers, ones that are certified. Ideally, purchase directly if you can from the vendor, but if not, go through a tier one or tier two reseller, one that's been certified by the provider. Do not always procure based on lowest cost. And I would recommend against purchasing used equipment or software off of public auction sites. Is there any role in government in legislating anything to help in this situation? Well, as you can see with what happened recently, the the government is getting involved, certainly for government procurement. And and what's happening, though, is this is having a, a domino effect into critical infrastructure protection. So, for example, in the paper, we called out a communications infrastructure project in Australia where Huawei was banned because of national security concerns. Recently, within the past several weeks, as a result of what the U.S. is doing, Canada is considering banning Wall from one of its national telecommunications projects. So th- there is a, a ripple effect here as one of the, the Western-aligned countries like the U.S. expresses a concern, you start to see other countries, Canada in this case, as an immediate result of the preliminary report, now changing their plan. But that's for direct dealing with Huawei, not necessarily the components could appear in a Cisco product or something like that? I agree. The issue goes deeper. It is not just a problem with Huawei. Huawei has become the the poster child of this issue, and it has raised awareness of this issue. But it would be a mistake to assume this only applies to Chinese-owned companies. The issue is pervasive in IT, given the global nature of the IT supply chains, both for hardware and software. As I mentioned at the beginning of this conversation, Gartner predicts that in five years, IT supply chain integrity will be one of the top three security-related concerns by global 2000 IT leaders. Why so? The reason that supply chain integrity becomes a top-of-mind issue by 2017, actually, there's a variety of reasons. Number one, it's already becoming a mainstream issue. We started this research about six months ago, before the congressional hearings, before the report that says reportedly that Huawei and ZTE are going to be banned, we felt the industry was on this track anyways, and the recent events have only accelerated it. So if anything, it'll be a top three issue before 2017. So we believe the projection will be spot on. But why did we think that? Even before what happened recently with the congressional testimony and their recommendation. And that is the increasing interdependency and complexity of the IT supply chain and combined with the increasing motivation of hackers to find new ways to attack us means that inevitably supply chains will be targeted. If you can't attack a system successfully in production, then let's look backwards in time 
to when that system was created, how it was built, the people that handled it and shipped it. And let's look forward in time to how it's maintained and serviced over time. The bad guys that are looking to either steal our secrets or take our information or cause damage, they're looking for any vulnerability throughout the entire life cycle. And that is, by definition, when we started the conversation of supply chain integrity. How do I gain assurance in this IT system throughout its entire life cycle? There's a variety of reasons that we discuss in the paper, but the two biggest that contribute here are the growing complexity of IT supply chains and technologies, as well as the changing motivation of bad guys, the attackers. Thanks, Neil. My pleasure. I've been speaking with Gartner's Neil McDonald about the assuring of the supply chain integrity for Information Security Media Group. I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.